Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile. With a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile. With a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. And it just didn't feel as if Willie and I were on the same page. I had had a routine. I had had a routine. It was locked down. The kids knew exactly what to do. You know, when we wake up, the kids knew exactly what to do when we got home. The kids knew what we were doing on the weekend. I mean, we had this whole, like, Adele was literally our best friend. Like, it was us and Adele. And there was just this routine, right? This complete routine. And Willie came and, of course, threw it all off. Hey, my name is Veronica Cisneros, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a mama of three girls, and married for 23 years. I am obsessed with helping you navigate through the seasons of marriage, helping couples like you break free from feeling like roommates. I will teach you the secrets to having a healthy marriage by providing tools and tips to help you reconnect in a way that you can't keep your hands off each other, where flirting and kissing is the norm in your household, setting intentional time to date, get to know and support each other's dreams and goals so that you can grow together without keeping score or judging one another, where you feel seen and heard even when you disagree. Where arguments end with mutual respect and understanding. Where you work together to build and strengthen your family so no one feels like they're carrying the weight of the family on their own. These are the necessary skills your children need for you to model so that they develop healthy relationships and thrive in life. This is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Our children expose our insecurities and our past unhealed pain. Let me give you an example. With Leah, there's great regret and guilt for not being the mother I am today. Back then, I remember being impatient. Willie and I struggled in our marriage. If you guys recall, Willie and I were literally one month away from divorce. And then after reconciliation, he left for Iraq. There was so much going on. I remember taking Aaliyah back to school with me. At the time, I was in um, I was in my undergrad program, and I was attending Cal State San Marcos. She was so cute. She had this little portable TV, headphones, and I would sit her at the back. I would sit her all the way at the back in this little corner. And there she would, she had these tight curls, right? Tight, tight curls. But there she would be with her little backpack full of her snacks, little portable TV, her headphones with like a unicorn on it. And I would pop in a movie, a little, you know, those DVDs back in the day. I would pop that in and she would sit there quietly. One time I remember... We were all, I think it was like in between lecture, like we were like the professor was up there and he was giving this intense lecture and Aaliyah giggled and it kind of broke up like the tension because it was on a really, really difficult subject and it kind of broke that tension and it was just all of us turned around and she's just with her little, you know, in her little zone, in her little environment 
watching, you know, I, I don't know if it was Monsters, Inc. or what, but like she was just in her zone and she just broke it for all of us. Like broke that tension and broke that stress. And I remember the professor just kind of looking at her and it was so interesting because he looked at her and he ended up switching up the, the way he um, was giving his lecture and it made it a little bit easier. I know with Aubrey, one thing that I feared the most was not being enough for her. I struggled with parenting. She was my second. And in addition to that, I had her in January. And then we moved to New York in April. My dad was diagnosed with cirrhosis of the liver. And, you know, there was discussion about, I'm not sure if he had the liver transplant already. I don't think he did. Oh, he did. He did have the liver transplant. Um, um, he was up for the liver transplant. He hadn't had it yet, but, um, we had to move and we had to move to New York and you guys all know I'm from here. I'm from Southern California. So there's so many changes happening when we had her and I really, really struggled with adjusting to living in New York, like struggled to the next level. I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anyone. I'd heard such awful and terrible things about New York. Now I absolutely love it. But I I felt lost. I was overwhelmed. I had a new daughter. And once again, Willie was deploying. Well, he wasn't deploying, but he was gone a lot because he was, we were stationed there and He's at a new facility, our new station, and everything's new to me. I had to figure it all out, and I felt as if I had to figure it all out by myself. And although Aubrey is such a tough cookie, there are times I wonder if I spent enough time for with her. Brooklyn, my little monkey feet. Brooklyn, I was pregnant from her, and... Um, we had to come back home. And one of the primary reasons why we had to come back home was because our tenant, we found out, had like nine dogs. She had all these people living in our home, which we had rented out while we were in New York. And um, my mom had went to go ahead and have her move out. And everything was destroyed, like everything. It was ridiculous how many things were destroyed. And so I was pregnant with Brooklyn, coming back from New York, and there we are. I'm We're coming back, and there's so many things that we need to do, replace all of the carpet, replace the padding. I mean, it was just, it was horrible. And, you know, I had Brooklyn. Shortly after I had Brooklyn, Willie had deployed again. Um, this time, he deployed to Afghanistan. And this one... This deployment was quite stressful and it was quite stressful because um, obviously it was during, you know, um, the war and Willie was really scared. Matter of fact, before he left, Willie asked for all of our kids to, um, for all of our kids to have a godparent. He even had a, a I think it was a priest. Um, come over to our house and like, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what the, 
I don't want to say that the term is the, the, um, religious term is, I'm not going to lie. I have no idea, but they were all like given a certificate. So all of the godparents were given a certificate and that was really, really big for Willie. And I didn't understand why it was so big. Like what, what's going on? Um, another thing he had asked me to do, he had asked me to increase his life insurance. Um, and so just had Brooklyn. We now have three kids. All of them are four years apart. But it was just like, okay, increase your life insurance. Why? And it was as if he had known something that I didn't know. Because here we are. I'm increasing the life insurance. In addition to that, we're now officiating godparents. You know, each kid had three. And it was just... I don't know. It was very stressful. It was extremely stressful. And so Willie left a few months after Brooklyn was born. She was still a baby. And as a mom, I want to say that I was patient and I was loving and I was all of those things. But if I'm being quite frankly honest with you, I wasn't. I... Obviously, I absolutely loved and adored my kids, but it was just so hard. It was so, so hard. I was going to school. I was trying to figure things out. I I was overwhelmed. I was completely overwhelmed. Willie comes back from being deployed in um, Afghanistan, and I noticed something was off with him. And I noticed that it just didn't feel right. I was in um, I was in my grad program, and I was going to school full time. I was also working. I was also doing an internship. There was a lot on my plate, and I was also a mother of three. And you know, my mom and my sister helped as much as they could. You know, but my sister also needed the help from my mom. So there was a lot going on. There was a whole lot going on. And I remember feeling scared all the time. Scared because I wasn't sure if Willie was going to come back home. Um, And as you guys know, for those of you guys who have been listening to the podcast, Willie did obviously come back home, um, but he endured two two car explosions. Um, And so... They're IEDs for those of you guys that don't know. And um, he came back. I noticed something was off. He refused to go to therapy. He refused to go to do anything. Um, And so there was so many things going on. And it just didn't feel as if Willie and I were on the same page. I had had a routine. I had had a routine. It was locked down. The kids knew exactly what to do. You know, when we wake up, the kids knew exactly what to do when we got home. The kids knew what we were doing on the weekend. I mean, we had this whole, like, Adele was literally our best friend. Like, it was us and Adele. And there was just this routine, right? This complete routine. And Willie came and, of course, threw it all off. And I noticed that there were times that we struggled with being on the same page. And we struggled because I wasn't willing to let go of my rules and my structure. And for him, for him, there was a great amount of regret as well. His was different than mine. 
we've had conversations about this and his were wrapped around not being there, not being present. You know, our kids had endured two deployments where my husband went to war. Um, he also left for training and, you know, he would be gone. He would be gone. His two deployments were seven months each. Um, his trainings were sometimes a month, two months. Um, sometimes he wouldn't get home and it felt as if he was gone. And then in addition to that, um, he had then went to, he received orders to go on float, which is called a mew. So there were so many things going on and Willie and I were not seeing eye to eye and I didn't know how to communicate to him that although I'm so excited that you're here and I'm so thankful and blessed that you're alive, you're messing up my shit. <laughs> like you're messing up my shit. You're messing up my routine. You're messing up our flow. We need, our kids need structure. Our kids need this flow. So thank you. I'm glad you're home. Now I need you to follow my flow. Willie on the other end, it was different for him. He didn't give a shit about my flow. And he didn't care because he wanted to have his own flow. He hadn't been with the kids, in, you know, for long periods. And so for him, he just wanted to be with the girls. And we were on a budget. Like when I was in charge of the finances, we were on a very, very strict budget because when he came back, we were saving up for a car. And all of these things... All of these things were now just, I don't know, discombobulated. They were just, it just felt messy. And there were a lot of arguments that we've ha we had. And one of the main reasons why we had so many arguments was because both of us were unwilling to let go of control. And I want to say that, you know, it just changed overnight. But the reality is it didn't. It didn't. And one thing that I found, like, and I didn't realize, I wish I could say I found that out then, but I didn't. We struggled a lot. It felt like this constant tug of war. Do you guys ever feel like that? Do you guys ever feel like there's this constant tug of war between you and your partner where you're parenting them one way and he's parenting the other way and it just doesn't, it feels as if it doesn't make sense or you feel like they're undermining you? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And so I didn't realize what we were doing to each other until I became a therapist. And I kind of like, when my clients would talk about what they were going through, it's like, oh, well, he and I went through the same thing. And then a skill would pop in my head to help my clients take the necessary steps to get out of gridlock. And it was just like, oh, well, damn, I wish I would have known that back then, right? And I didn't. How would I know? I wasn't a therapist back then. And I lacked so many skills. We, Willie and I, we I'm not sure how we survived, to be honest with you. But we made it work. And I say that jokingly. I know how we made it work. We made it work by learning skills. I know looking for the right therapist can be challenging. However, feeling overwhelmed and disconnected is even harder Life is filled with several twists and turns, some more severe than others. We do our best to handle them as they come and find ourselves at a loss, not knowing what to do or who to turn to. 
The clinicians here at Outside the Norm Counseling are here to help. We are here to assist you through this time of need. Together, we will identify your strengths and goals and teach you healthy coping skills. Together, we will develop a plan to help you live the life you want to live. Our team is compassionate, genuine, and we take a great deal of pride in providing an empathetic, non-judgmental approach to all of our clients. It's time. You've waited long enough, whether it be for you, your child, or if you're in need of a couple session. We are highly trained clinicians ready to guide you. Schedule an appointment now by calling 951-395-3288. Again, that number is 951-395-3288. We're looking forward to meeting you and being a part of your journey. I want you to grab a pen and paper right now because we're going to go through something. And we're going to go through a little bit of an exercise. Like I mentioned, as parents, we do the best we can with good intentions. Although there might be regrets, it's so important that we are on the same page. It's important to acknowledge that we both might be struggling with our own insecurities about this process, right? But it's also important to have an open and honest conversation. But before we get there, before we get there, grab the pen and paper and let's go ahead and start writing down. So I want you to think about... What were your house rules when you were young? What were the rules? Veronica, what the hell are you talking about? All right, let me give you an example. So in my home, let's say if I invited Willie over to my house. In my home, the rules were dad's going to drink and do drugs. We just pretend it doesn't happen. Mom's going to yell, scream but only after she's like at her limits. You're not allowed to laugh in the car when there's high tension. You're not allowed to go up to dad and ask a hard question, especially if he's doing this. That's a key indicator that he's high. And for those of you guys that are not watching the YouTube video and instead listening to the podcast, what I'm doing is I'm closing my eyes And I'm leaning against my chair and my dad would do this thing where he would like wiggle and scratch his back. That's how I knew he was high. We all knew not to ask any questions. And if we were on our way somewhere, somewhere fun, everybody was on their best behavior. So those were the rules that applied to my house. In Willie's home, things were a lot different. I mean, maybe not entirely different. But there were some differences. And some of the differences included every Sunday you wake up and you clean up the house. You don't talk back to your mom because she's doing most of the things on her own. You don't complain about not seeing your parents because they're working all day. You don't complain about maybe what's given to you for food. You make sure that you're tidy and you're clean all of the time. All of the time. The rules are different. And mom, for whatever reason, doesn't talk about your biological father. She just doesn't talk about him. And in addition to that, you know, your stepfather, well, you guys have a good relationship. But you struggle because you don't know what happened to your dad. But we don't talk about this. And so those were the house rules 
in Willie's house. And they were unspoken house rules. It's not like anybody went up to Willie and told him, hey, this is exactly what it is. But it's sort of learned behavior. You know, after you've been in your home, I want you to think about what were the house rules. If dad was mad, if your mom was mad, what what needed to happen? What were you in charge of? What were the expectations placed on you? If you ended up getting an award, if you were scared, who did you know to go to? Who were you afraid of going to? When you were hurt, were you allowed to go to your parents? Or were you not allowed to bother them? That's where I want you to go. So I want you to take a few minutes to go ahead and write this down. What were the rules in your house? What were the unspoken rules in your house? And I want you to be honest. Some feelings might be coming up for you right now. They might be uncomfortable ones. Go ahead and write them down. Give yourself some time. And whatever emotions come up for you, I want you to just be aware of them. I don't want you to allow them to take over, but just be aware. If you want to, go ahead and write them down. Is there sadness, frustration, overwhelmment, rejection, abandonment, feeling dismissed, feeling overwhelmed, feeling uncertain? Just write them down. Now, the next thing I want you to do is I want you to identify how some of these rules you've brought into your own home. And before you judge, before you criticize, I want you to give yourself some grace because most of these rules in our minds kept us safe. And a lot of them might come up for you for the exact reason I mentioned in the beginning and how I started off this podcast. Our children expose our insecurities and our past unhealed pain. I want you to ask your husband to do the same thing. What were the rules in his house? And I don't want you to answer for him. I want you to allow him that space, just like I'm allowing you right now, to go ahead and answer this question. If there's any feelings... Again, welcome them in. But this is where you guys are going to have a conversation. And you are going to identify how some of the things that impacted you as a kid are currently impacting you now. And they're keeping you from being on the same page with your partner because you're still attached to those old family rules. I had an unhealthy childhood. My parents didn't teach me how to have a healthy conversation. Having a conversation with your husband about what it was like growing up within your household is going to be very, very important. Remember to identify the rules and then also ask him, who did he seek love from? Comfort, security. What expectations were placed on him? Remember, all in all, what were the rules? 
to be on the same page as parents. It's being able to respect and understand each other's past. Respect and understand. Most importantly, give each other grace. It's nothing personal. It's nothing personal at all. Most of the time we're recreating our childhood because it's what's familiar. And when we don't have skills to do anything different, that's exactly where we stay. We stay within the familiar, even though we know without a shadow of doubt, it's unhealthy. We do it anyway. We do it anyway. And so your husband's doing the same thing you're doing. The same thing. It just looks different. And it's not that he has this vendetta against you. And I know most of us position our partners that way. And I know it because I've done it. But I want you to give him grace as you both participate in this exercise. Then I want you guys to take it even further. I want you to write down how you both see each other as a parent. And I want you to rate yourselves. I want you to rate yourself and I want him to rate himself. I don't want you guys to rate each other because that's just going to be an argument and I'm not there to help you. So, and you, I haven't, I haven't taught you all the skills, right? And that's a whole nother conversation. It's probably a session if I'm just being honest with you. But I just, I really want you to think about like, what are the skills I need to set in place to go ahead and take this conversation even further? And where should I get them from? Is it a book? Is it a person? Is it a professional? Whatever that may be. But most importantly for right now, it's how can I develop this understanding? The minute you develop that understanding, you both will let down your guards. You both will be open to change. You both will be open to collaboration. You guys will support each other as parents. You guys will have this way in-depth understanding of maybe why you guys weren't before. I want you guys to go ahead and send me a message. Send me a message on my Instagram page, you know, hey, Veronica Cisneros. Send me a message in an email and let me know what this exercise was like for you. And you could send me an email by going to booking at empoweredandunapologetic.com. If you're on peanuts, send me a message there. Send me a message there. But I really want to know like what this was like for you. You know, how did it feel? What did you learn? What skills did you learn? And what was, it, what was this experience like for the two of you? And how is it the beginning of change? So what was your husband's reaction? I want to know it all. I want to just give it to me all. I want to know it all. All right, ladies, until next time. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends. You know, my goal is to build a strong community of women just like yourself. So that we're not running into these issues over and over again. And we can actually have the relationships, the marriages that we so desperately yearn for. Like I've told you many, many times, it starts with you. Bye for now. 
Let's be honest. We can all use a little help in our marriage, especially when it comes to communicating. I have created a guide just for you. Five things that are killing your marriage. Tips from a therapist. Find out if you are making these marriage mistakes. Ladies, this guide is 100% free. I will give you practical tips and easy-to-use strategies to apply right away. You all know I'm a huge advocate for couples. I am on a mission to help you and your partner experience stress-free living. With this free guide, we are setting our marriages up for success. But it starts with you. You will find this free guide here in the show notes or go to www.veronicasisneros.org. The information I will be providing you is next level. And people pay good money to get these tips that I will be giving you for free. Don't forget to share this with a friend. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire-Davidson, host of the Hello Someday Podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen. And I hope you check it out. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope 
listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. I'm Madeline and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober Podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety and lots of how to's for navigating all the things sober from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.